It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with the pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Hello and welcome to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Trey Scott. Today, we are counting down 24-7 Sports' preseason top 25 rankings with the help of national basketball writer Kevin Flaherty. Before we get started, we'd love for you guys to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. Let's go. Coming off the bench for Trey Scott, I'm Tony Levitt here with 24-7 National College basketball writer Kevin Flaherty for the top five. Now, Kevin, you're number five in the 24-7 sports college basketball countdown of the Florida Gators. And I know as much as anybody that it's never a good thing to follow up a Hall of Famer coming in right after Trey. But Mike White is following up Billy Donovan, and he's got the Gators ready to go back to a Final Four potentially. What has he done to make the Gators so successful after losing their Hall of Fame coach five years ago? So I think that one of the things that that Mike White has done really well has been in recruiting and in evaluation. And when I say evaluation, I don't necessarily just mean evaluating and finding good basketball players. I mean finding guys through the recruiting process that are going to be interested in Florida and Florida can, has a legitimate chance to get, you know, for, for schools that aren't the, the Dukes or the Kentuckys of the world, you know, maybe, maybe they don't have access to, to 15 five-star kids, a, a class that are, are really going to look at them and say, this is a realistic option for me. And I think that through the way that they've built relationships uh, through uh, their their process, they've been able to find some guys who are not only really talented, but are also guys that uh, that they're able to get to Gainesville and, on visits and, and guys that they're ultimately able to land. Yeah, so, so I was going to ask about these guys later, but now that you bring up the recruits, they're bringing in two serious high-caliber players in Scotty Lewis, number seven in the uh, 24-7 Sports 2019 composite, and Trey Mann, number 21. What are fair expectations for these guys now that they're in Gainesville? I think Scotty Lewis is a guy that is almost a plug-and-play guy right away. And the thing that he brings is he's just a terrific athlete, has a great wingspan, really looks like what you would expect an NBA wing to to look like from an athleticism standpoint, a bounce standpoint, uh, and the different things that he can do in transition. But I think the thing that gives him his early line to playing time is he may wind up being the best wing defender out of this class. And, and that's somebody that has a spot on this Florida lineup, because I think that Florida will have scoring figured out. And, and I think they'll have enough guys that can do that. And, and Lewis is going to get some points here and there just by being as athletic and, and as long as he is. But I think that the, the thing that puts him on the court early and, and into the starting lineup early is going to be the fact that he, he's somebody that's going to be able to slide across and defend the other team's best wing and, and wind up being an elite defender. Trey Mann, people are going to love this guy because he reminds a lot of people, and, and our own Jerry Meyer is one of them, of Darius Garland, who you know was a, a lottery pick after only playing, I think, four games 
for Vanderbilt last year. Similar, you know, sort of lanky, you know, two skinny builds and, and similar in that both of them were really good shooters off the dribble and both of them don't really have a conscience once they get inside of 30 feet. And, and so it'll be interesting to see how Florida uses man with with them already having, you know, the returning backcourt of, of Andrew Nemhard and, and Noah Locke. You know, man, I think, can play alongside Nemhard or if you want to uh, – want to slide Nemhard uh, to the bench, get him a few minutes. He's somebody that can play your point guard spot, albeit more of a scoring point guard spot as well. And so I, I think that those two, you know, that that's sort of the way that, that they see their way onto the court this year for the Gators. Do you think either of them are going to be back next year for their sophomore years, or are they both one and done? Uh, I think Scotty Lewis is one and done, you know, with, with what we've seen from the NBA and the way they cut. Ca- they uh, just absolutely covet those types of athletes. You know, he's somebody that right now you can't really call him a three and D wing because the three isn't there yet, but it's somebody that that somebody will take with him having that, that potential and maybe even the upside to, to be a little bit more at this point. You know, I think you're talking about Scotty Lewis potentially being a top 10 pick Uh, man. I, I would be a little more surprised if he goes, I think he's probably a multi-year player, but I think he winds up being a really, really good Florida Gator player before he leaves. Uh-huh. And the exact opposite of those guys, Kerry Blackshear transferring from Virginia Tech. People have him among the conversation for All-American across the country. What is the ceiling for Kerry Blackshear now that he's in his home state? Well, he averaged, I, I think, a little over 18 and a little over nine rebounds per game in the 11 games after Justin Robinson got hurt for Virginia Tech. And the uh, the reason I bring that up is it's really fascinating because you would think, you know, as a big man being so dependent on other people for your service, losing a point guard the caliber of Robinson even for a few games in there, you would almost think that that would hurt him. And yet he was able to, to step up and look like one of the country's best big men over, over the end of the season. But – but look, this is this is just a perfect fit, and it's it's funny because when he was looking at his different schools, uh, Jerry Meyer and I talked, and one of the things that that both of us agreed was, hey, if this kid's head screwed on straight, he's going to go to Florida because Florida had terrific guards all around him. You know, you've got the small ball four there in Keontae Johnson, and so you're able to play four guys out around one. And he could slide just seamlessly into that center spot and sort of hit the ground running. And that's exactly what he chose to do. And and Florida wound up landing the most coveted graduate transfer prospect, you know, out of this class. And I think he's the piece that takes Florida from, you know, kind of a nice looking, you know, maybe top 20, top 25 type team into where we, we have them here at, uh, at number five and having a legitimate chance at a final four berth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned Andrew Nebhart earlier. I want I wanted to come to him because last year he led the team in both minutes per game and assists per game last year. And I just wonder, with so much new talent around him, do you think that he could like have some sort of crazy growth in his assist numbers and maybe a dip in his minute numbers because he can be more productive with the talent around him now? You know, I, I think the minute numbers can go down, uh, especially with Trey Mann coming in. And, and I do think that there's a chance for his assist numbers to go up and his assist rate to go up. You know, he is 
exactly what you look for in terms of sort of a team running point guard. And the number one thing on his stat sheet is, you know, you, you hate to, to be the cliche person, but it's wins. You know, he, he cares about getting his team across the finish line. And I think that that's how he gets this team there. They have the guys around him to score. You know, Noah Locke was considered a really high-level shooter out of high school and shot pretty well last year. I think Noah Locke's probably going to take an extra step forward, you know, in his second year as an outside shooter. Scotty Lewis, you know, sort of flying up and down the court in transition, having that big man that you can toss it into and say, hey, he's going to give me two points. And, and Blackshear is even capable of hitting from the outside. And so I do think that you're going to see Nemhard's uh, assist numbers go up. And I think Florida's win totals will, will go up as a result of that. Well, for the listeners, this is a not just a surprising spoiler, but Kevin, you have Kentucky ahead of Florida. What are Florida's chances to unseat Kentucky at the top of the SEC? I think they're pretty strong, and Blackshear is the biggest reason why. I think when you look at that Kentucky team and you look at the strengths, you know, it's in the backcourt. and the front court, you have guys like E.J. Montgomery and Nick Richards, guys who are former Ballyhooed prospects but who haven't really proven it yet at the college level. And Nate Sestina did it at Bucknell, but not at this high of a level. And so when Florida does meet up with Kentucky, Florida is going to be one of the few teams that's going to have a backcourt that's going to be able to match up with Kentucky. And Florida is going to be able be better in the post. And so there is a, a fairly strong chance that when all the dust settles, we're, we're looking at Florida as SEC champion next year. All right. Well, there you have it. Tune in next episode of the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Countdown for number four. That was Florida looking to make their first Final Four in 13 years. It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.